Welcome to another episode of Kodo Cinema, the podcast show where I talk about movies. I'm your host, the man, the myth, the legend, Mark Kodo, aka Kodo Man. So we are on season five, episode five of Kodo Cinema, or should I say, episode one twenty nine of Kodo Cinema overall. And it's time to talk about another film topic, or should I say, multiple film topics, because there is a an awards show that'll be coming out in March and just recently last week the uh, an award, a certain award show just dropped their nominations and if you're probably wondering that would be the Oscars so yep the Oscar on the Oscar nominations for the 95th Academy Awards has uh, dropped last week and the nominees and we got the nominees for um, for best film Best Actor, Best Actress, Best Supporting Actor, Best Supporting Actress, you name those categories. And yes, last week I did address the Razzies for the worst of the worst. Now I'm going to go on to the best of the best, which is basically the 95th Academy Awards. So um, so in case you're all wondering, I know I've been slowly talking about the Oscars. I mean, I didn't do... Um, Technically, I did not do last year's uh, Oscars take for for some reason because I had uh, other episodes, uh, episodes and movie topics planned out, and of course, um, and of course, uh, I was also pretty busy with uh, with the rest of schoolwork going on within last year's Oscars, and of course, I know the infamous Will Smith slap that happened last year. At the Oscars and on March twenty seventh, twenty twenty two, um, that that award show became infamous for the whole Will Smith slap, basically the slapping of Chris Rock that Will Smith did on live TV in front of an of a wide audience, and this was March twenty seventh of last year, and now Will Smith, according to the Oscars and the Academy Awards. Will Smith has been has been banned from the Acad from the Academy Awards for ten years. In case if anybody hasn't uh, hasn't heard, but I'm pretty sure almost everybody has heard because obviously the Will Smith slap has been posted online and and it now has become a meme. If you know what I'm saying. So anyway, we flash forward to the 95th Academy Awards and the nominations have dropped last week. And the ceremony for the Oscars will be March 12th of 2023. And this will honor the 2022 films. So now I am good. Now I will go over the nominations in just a minute, but I'm just going to say this. I have no idea which film 
will win will win an Oscar. I mean, I know they're I know I'm going to go off the films to say which films are nominated, but I'm not really sure who's going to win. Who and what film is going to win, I should say. So, but I do have a few predictions for some categories. So, so let's dive into that, shall we? So to start off, let's start off at the top, which is Best Picture. Now, the films that are being nominated for Best Picture is All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, The Banshees of Inish Sheeran, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, Tar, Top Gun Maverick, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Okay, so from the Best Picture nom- nominees that I just mentioned, I have seen I have seen a few of them. Most notably, Elvis, The Fablemans, and Top Gun Maverick. I have seen clips from Tar and and the first uh, first 10, 20 minutes of All Quiet on the Western Front. Now, the big surprise is Top Gun Maverick. Now, do I think it will win? I am not really sure. Now, don't get me wrong. I love Top Gun Maverick. Tom Cruise, as, as Maverick, who also produced this film, did a fantastic job with Top Gun Maverick. And, and, it, really, and, it, re- and it really is. It made over a over billion dollars. Over $1.4 billion, even though Avatar The Way of Water took over the highest grossing film of 2022, which belonged to Top Gun Maverick at one point, but now... Avatar The Way of Water grossed over $2 billion, so that's that's definitely something. Now, Top Gun Maverick, I mean, I'm not sure if it's going to win, but it is a surprise because it'll definitely draw viewers to watch uh, to watch the ceremony, so technically that is something. Now, I have not seen Tri- Triangle of Sadness, nor Women Talking, nor um, Everything Everywhere All at Once, although every. Everything Everywhere All at Once. I heard that one's a good film. The Banshees of Iris Sheeran, I have not seen, although that one is a pretty good film too. Um, Avatar The Way of Water. Now, just to keep in mind, uh, back in 2010, during the 2010 Oscars, Avatar, the very first Avatar film that James Cameron did, was nominated for Best Picture, although it didn't take home the win. Um, it didn't take home the win. The Hurt Locker took home Best Picture, to which, uh, FYI, um, James Cameron's ex-wife, Catherine Bigelow, won the won the Academy Award for Best Picture, while but also Best Director as well. Just to throw it out there, because because <laughs> because James Cameron and his ex-wife w- w- were nominated nominated back back in two thousand ten for their film. For their perspective films, The Hurt Locker and Av- and Avatar. So just to throw that out there. Now I heard a lot of good things about Avatar: The Weight of Water. I know it's a very long film. I mean, obviously James Cameron loves to make long films, and he took it and he took his time on Avatar: The Weight of Water. Although, like I said, I have not seen this film, but I might actually check it out once it drops on a Disney Plus or whatever streaming service it will drop. I'm pretty sure it's Disney Plus since Disney bought Fox now. Now, um, 
Elvis, I have seen Elvis, and I I loved Elvis. The film was very good. Best Picture nom- nomination? I mean, obviously, I think it's a good choice. Would, would win? It is up to debate. Um, the Fablemans, I have seen The Fablemans. The Fablemans was obviously a very good film. I was actually surprised that The Fablemans won... Uh, won Best Picture at the Golden Globes. It was, I believe it was for Best Drama or Musical or something. I forgot what category it was. But The Fablemans was basically an autobiography film based on Steven Spielberg's uh, life growing up to become a filmmaker. That was actually a pretty good film. I think that one might actually win Best Picture, although don't call me. This is a prediction. I'm predicting it might win since it, since it won the Best Picture Golden Globe at the Golden Globes this year, so I mean it would be it would be a huge surprise, but that's probably my prediction. Tar Tar is another film I heard is very good, but to which this film Tar is actually a film I really want to see because because I saw the trailer and it and it pulled me in because um, Tar focuses fo- fo- it focuses on Kate Blanchett's character. Lydia Tarr, who is a composer and conductor, to which uh, her character is basically one. She's basically a. Uh, she's ba- She's basically known as an Ameri- American pianist, a composer, as I mentioned, and the first female chief conductor of the Berlin Philharmonic, and of course other huge symphony orchestra groups, and um, and it and it keeps and it keeps going. Now, like I said, I have not seen this film, but it is a film that I actually want to see because I'm also a musician myself, and I think and and Tar is definitely a is a I heard a lot of good things about Tar, and it does have a bit of comparisons to Whiplash, starring J.K. Simmons and Miles Teller, which is also which which also focuses on music and particularly J.K. J.K. Simmons's character being a conductor, music conductor as well. So anyway, anyway, moving moving forward, moving forward, um, moving forward to best director, uh, for the Banshees of Inishirin, Martin McDonagh. For everything all, all at once, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. For the Fablemans, Steven Spielberg, Todd Field for Tar, Ruben Ostlund. For a triangle of sadness, forgive my mispronunciation because some of these directors, some of these directors are pretty new to me, like Martin McDonagh, or Martin McDonagh, and uh, of course Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, and obviously, obviously Ruben Ostlin. So forgive my mispronunciations, and um, I don't know. Which film? I don't know which director is gonna win. I mean, it is a very tough call. I mean, I don't have a prediction on that one, so I'll just move on right now. Now, for best actor, I do have a prediction for that one, and uh, that could possibly change once the once the award show it will premiere. Okay, in in March. So, going for best actor. We got Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for The Banshees of Inishirin, Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, 
and Bill Nye for living. Now, now this is here's a prediction for this one, and this one could possibly change. I believe Austin Butler might win this for for Elvis because because many people are literally calling calling out for Oscar nominations for Austin Butler, and it certainly did. But but do you think he'll win the award? There is a very high chance that he will. But but he's got competition with with Brendan Fraser because uh, Brendan Fraser is nominated for Best Actor for The Whale, and let's be honest, Brendan Fraser has been through a lot of a lot of tough times lately in his, in in the past particularly with his career because his career took a down downturn due to his personal pro, due to his personal issues but has come back and gave uh, one of his best performances ever to which he was nominated for a golden globe and now he's nominated for an oscar and several other other awards and now and now it is a tough competition because Right now, it's between Brendan Fraser and Austin Butler for the win for Elvis. Now, this would be a huge surprise for Brendan Fraser, as it could be that that is a very that could be one of his biggest achievements, winning the award for Best Actor at the Oscars. Now, a recognition that is a very good recognition and a high one too, because because Brendan, like I said, Brendan Fraser has been through a lot of troubled times lately in his career. And now he has bounced back to bring his career back on track, so that's pretty good. So it is de- so it is definitely a huge prediction that I think Austin Butler might win, but that could change. I mean, you never know. Now, in my other in my previous episode, I mentioned the in in the Razzies episode, I mentioned that I predicted that. That Elvis might be the second overall film to win an Academy Award and a Razzie because in the previous episode I mentioned because there because there was a movie called Wall Street which featured uh, Michael Douglas and Daryl Hannah. Michael Douglas won the Academy Award for Best Actor while Daryl Hannah won the Razzie Award for for um, it was one of the worst uh, for like worst actress. Or maybe worst supporting actress. I don't remember which act- actress category it was, but but that film did won a Razzie for that. So basically, Wall Street won the Oscar and Razzie. But there's a huge prediction. This is my. This is a huge prediction coming out of me that Elvis might win an Oscar and a Razzie, and it might be the the second film overall film to win an Oscar and a Razzie. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen, but we'll have to wait till till the awards ceremony commences in March. Now, moving forward to Best Actress. For Kate, Kate Blanchett, for Tar, Ana de Armas, for Blonde, which is, which is the Marilyn Monroe biopic, Andrea Riseborough to, for, um, to Leslie, Michelle Williams for the Fablemans and Michelle Yeoh for Everything Everywhere All at Once. Now there is a high chance that Kate Blanchett might win her third Oscar. I think that is probably the rumor that I am hearing. Now for the other actresses, it is very hard to tell, but I think Kate Blanchett might win the Oscar for Best Actress for Tar. 
and this will definitely be her third win if she wins this if she wins best actress i don't know i don't know if she's gonna win but there is a high chance that she might and that's my prediction right there for uh, best actress now moving forward to best supporting actor we got Brendan Gleeson for The Banshees of Inishirin, Brian Tyree Henry for Cause Away, Judd Hirsch for The Fablemans, Barry Keoghan for The Banshees of Inishirin. So looks like we got two actors, two supporting actors from The Banshees of Inishirin going up against each other for Best Supporting Actor. And for Everywhere All at Once. And for everything, everywhere, all at once, Kihi Kwan. Now, for best supporting actor, I think the biggest prediction will definitely be for everything, everywhere, all at once, and that will be Kihi Kwan winning best supporting actor. Now, for those of you who don't know who Kihi Kwan is, he was one of the one. He was a child actor who who was in a couple of St- Steven Spielberg films, most notably Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, who played uh, Short Round, and of course Data from The Goonies, both of which were uh, both of which were produced and filmed by Spielberg. Although Richard Donner was the one who directed uh, directed the, the Goonies, but um, Steven Spielberg was heavily involved with that film. In case you all were probably wondering, but Steven Spielberg helmed Indiana Jones in the Temple of Doom. So, so Kihi Kwan has disappeared from Hollywood for quite a while, and 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 most notably, this was brought up after his Golden Globe win for Best Supporting Actor that he was that he was doing doing stunts for other films. Basically, he was like a stunts co- coordinator. So he was helping out on other films. So he was still involved in Hollywood, but not for, but not so much for acting roles. And of course, uh, one of the few films that he did stunts for was was the very first X Men film. And uh, there was actually a behind the scenes photo of Kihi Kwan doing doing being being the stunt coordinator for the very first X Men film. There's actually a behind the scenes photos for that. It was during the uh, Statue of Liberty fight when Wolverine was going up against. Uh, going up against Mystique in the very first X-Men film that came out in 2000. There's a behind-the-scenes photo that uh, online, or should I say on the internet, that is actually out there. And um, and for what I heard, I heard that his performance was very good in everything, everywhere, all at once. And the prediction might, well, and the prediction is he could possibly win Best Supporting Actor. Although he is going up against Barry Keoghan and Brendan Gleeson for Best Supporting Actor for, for the Banshees of Ian Sheeran, but, but we'll probably have to wait and see until, uh, until the ceremony commences. Now, moving forward to Best Supporting Actress. Angela Bassett for Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Hong Chu for The Whale. Carrie Condon for The Banshees of Ian Sheeran. Jamie Lee Curtis for Everything Everywhere All at Once. And Stephanie Sue and Stephanie Sue for everything, everywhere, all at once. Wow, it looks like we got two two nominations, two best supporting actress nominations from everywhere, everything, everywhere, all at once. Now, the biggest prediction for this one, I believe Angela Bassett might win best supporting actress because because I, I saw the film Black, I saw Black Panther: Wakanda Forever just recently on Disney Plus and. 
her performance in Black Panther Wakanda Forever was obviously the main highlight of Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now I know a lot of people are are split with this film because most most notably the story and of course I mean I know this film I know this I know people went a lot of people went to see this film because of the death of Chadwick Boseman. First first and foremost rest in peace to uh, Chadwick Boseman by the way. And um and and with Angela Bassett, I mean she's definitely she's definitely she's definitely a very good actress and she she played a very good role in Black Panther Wakanda Forever and and a lot of people are saying that she deserves an Oscar. Now, I will definitely say this, that could definitely have that could definitely happen. And and it might and might be and it could be so because because a lot of people are saying that she definitely deserves an Oscar. Although that could possibly change because you know you never know. Sometimes uh, sometimes sometimes you may not not always get the right predi- predictions. I mean, I'm always wrong at times. But hey, but hey, after seeing Black Panther Wakanda Forever, that could possibly change. Angela Bassett might win best best supporting actress. Now, um, now moving forward to best original screenplay, we got The Banshees of Inisherin, Martin McDonagh, Everything Everywhere All at Once, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert, The Fablemans, Steven Spielberg and Tony Kushner, Tar, Todd Field, Triangle of Sadness, Ruben Oslin. And that's that's all the that's and that's basically it. Now I am not very really sure which film's gonna be which film will win Best Original Screenplay, so I'm not very really sure about that. But moving forward to Best Adapted Screenplay, All Quiet on the Western Front, Edward Ber- Edward Ber- Berger, Leslie Patterson, and Ian Stolkel. And and we got also got Glass Onion, A Knives Out Mystery, Ryan Johnson, based on based on Obviously, the first film, the first Knives Out film. We also got Living, which is being rented by Kazuo Ishiguro. Top Gun Maverick, written by Aaron Kruger, Eric Warren Singer, and Christopher McQuarrie, with a story by Peter Craig and Justin Marks. And then we got Women Talking, written by Sarah, Sarah Polly. And and I don't and uh, I don't know which which film will win best adapted screenplay, so we'll find that out. Now moving forward to best animated feature film. Now best animated feature film, it is it is one of those film film categories where it, it's going to be a tough call which film which film is going to win. And there's a high prediction on which one may or may which one may win. Now most notably, if you remember the previous best animated feature categories normally it belongs normally most most of the best animated feature categories go go to disney because here's the thing disney has has disney in the past has really made a lot of great animated feature films some good some bad some in the middle of the road i guess you can make that argument of that because the previous years Disney has really been taking home best animated feature films, mainly in the in the uh, in the 2010s, most recently. But let's not forget, let's not forget, best animated feature film that first started in 2022, 
and the very first animated feature film went to very first animated feature film that won in the best animated feature category. You want to take a guess? Give give up? Well, I'll let you know because because the the category because the winner the winner for best animated feature film went to Shrek and that was and and Shrek Shrek was not Disney. That was by DreamWorks. DreamWorks be, DreamWorks became the first studio to win uh, best animated feature film for for in the best animated feature category and DreamWorks was the very first one and of course you have other films that came by now now cut to uh, cut to uh, the other years Dizzy has been taking home the the category for during during the mid uh, during the mid uh, during the uh, 2010s and so so forth. I mean, don't get me wrong. There has been other other animated feature films from different studios also won in that category too. But going into the best animated feature film category for for the twenty twenty three Oscars, we got Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio, Marcel the Shell with Shoes On, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish, The Sea Beast, and Turning Red. Now, Turning Red, for those of you who may or may not know, Turning Red is Disney Pixar. And may I remind you, Turning Red was supposed to be in theaters last year. But Disney decided to put it on Disney+. And the fact, here's a fact about that. That film was marketed for theaters. There were movie trailers for that in theaters. I, I went to see a few few films and theaters and they showed and that theater showed the trailers for turning red but when the announcement came that turning red was was gonna hit straight to disney plus many people let's just say this many people were not very happy with the decision that disney made and then and it seems as though disney put their fingertips on turning red and not just turning red same the same goes with the lightyear film lightyear the buzz lightyear film the Lightyear film is not nominated for Best Animated, animated Feature Film because because here's the thing. I'm actually kind of glad that Lightyear is not nominated because let's just say the story wasn't uh, very good, to be honest. And don't get me started with Strange World. Now, I don't think Turning Red is going to win. I say the two contenders for this category, it goes to Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, and Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. And a fun fact. Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio is the third Pinocchio film that came out in 2022. Which which we had in 2022. Three different Pinocchio films. The first one being the Pauly Shore US dubbed version of Pinocchio. To which uh, that film was made in Russia. The second Pinocchio film was obviously the live action Disney remake that Robert Zemeckis did. And now Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio. And just to add in for a meta joke, Pinocchio made a cameo in the Puss in Boots film. <laughs> so yeah. So I guess the biggest thing is, will Puss in Boots or Guillermo del Toro's Pinocchio win Best Animated Feature Film? It is a tie right now, but you never know. Okay, so moving forward to Best International Feature Film, All Quiet on the Western Front. Argentina, 1985, Close, EO, and The Quiet Girl. 
Actually, let me go. Let me go off of, of where uh, all the where all the films that I mentioned for best international feature film. All Quiet on the Western Front from Germany, Argentina, 1985 from Argentina, Close from Belgium, EO from Poland, and The Quiet Girl from Ireland. And I I think All All Quiet on the Western Front might win best international feature film. I mean that's a bit of a stretch, but. Well, we'll see what happens. All right, moving forward to best documentary feature. We got All That Breathes, All the Beauty and the Bloodshed, Fire of Love, A House Made of Splinters, and Navalny. Moving forward to best documentary, best documentary short subject, The Elephant Whisperers, Hallot, How Do You Measure a Year, The Martha Mitchell Effect, and, and Stranger at the Gate. Now moving forward to Best Live Action Short Film, An Irish Goodbye, Ivalu Le Pupil, Night Ride, and The Red Suitcase. Now moving forward to Best Animated Short Film, The Boy, The Mole, The Fox, and The Horse, the Flying Sailor, Ice Merchants, and th and this next title. Oh my goodness! This next film. Oh my goodness! And I'm just gonna say this right now. It, it is a pretty, it's a pretty crazy title. My Year of Dicks, which is basically uh, based on note notes to boys and other things I shouldn't share in public, which is based on a. Um, Based on a still based on a comedic memoir, and I am not messing around. That is the name of the film's title, "My Year of Dicks." That's the name of the film of the. That's the title of the film, and I'm not making this up, by the way. And of course, the final 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 film being nominated in best animated short film, an ostrich told me the world is fake, and I think I believe it. Okay, moving on to the musical categories. So starting with best original score, All Quiet on the Western Front, Volker Bertelmann, Babylon, Justin Hurwitz, The Banshees of Inner Sheeran, Carter, Carter Burwell, Everything, Everything Everywhere All at Once by Son Lux, and The Fablemans by John Williams. And uh, I just want to say this right now. This is this is John Williams's fifty third Oscar Oscar nomination because let's be honest, John Williams has literally become a become a huge huge legend, and he and he is also ninety years old, making him the oldest competitive nominee in Oscar history, and this is his fifty third Oscar nomination. Plus, he also broke his own record as the most Oscar-nominated living person and the second most nominated person behind Walt Disney. Now, that is a record-breaking record streak right there. Now, I'm not sure if John Williams is going to win the Oscar. I'm not really sure. Now, I don't really know who, who I don't know which co film composer is going to win Best Original Score, so I'm not really sure about that. But moving forward to best original song, applause from Tell It Like a Woman, Diane Warren, 
Hold My Hand from Top Gun Maverick. You got Lady Gaga and Blood Pop. Lift Me Up from Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. Music by Thames, Rihanna, Ryan Coogler, and Ludwig Gorsen. By the way, this is Ludwig Gorsen's second Oscar nomination, but his first Oscar nomination for Best Original Song. Natu Natu from RRR. Music by M.N. Kiravani. With the lyrics by Chandra Bose. This is Life from Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. Music by Ryan Lott, David Byrne, and, Mit- and, Mits- and Mitski. With lyrics by Ryan Lott and David Byrne. And David Burney. Now moving forward to Best Sound. All Quiet on the Western Front. Avatar, The Way of Water. The Batman. Elvis and Top Gun Maverick. Best Production Design. All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar The Way of Water, Babylon, Elvis, and The Fablements. Moving on to Best Cinematography, All Quiet on the Western Front, Bardu, False Chronicle of Handful of Truths, Elvis, Empire of Light. Well, actually, let me start over. For Best Cinematography, All Quiet on the Western Front, Jane's Friend, Bardu, False Chronicle of a Handful of Truths, Dar- Darius, Kanji, Elvis by Mandy Walker, Empire of Lights by uh, Roger Deakins, and Tar, Flor- Florian Hofmeister. Now, moving forward to Best Makeup and Hairstyling. All Clients on the Western Front, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, Elvis, and The Whale. Now, I am not really sure which film is going to win. I heard rumors that the Batman might win Best Makeup and Hairstyling, although it does have competition with The Whale and Black Panther Wakanda Forever, and of course Elvis, though I'm not, I'm not really sure which, which film is going to win Best Makeup and Hairstyling. I'm not really sure about that yet. Now, moving forward to Best Costume Design. We got Babylon, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Elvis, Everything, everywhere, all at once, and, and Mrs. Harris goes to Paris. For best film editing, The Banshees of Ina Sheeran, Elvis, Everything, Everywhere, All at Once, Tar, and Top Gun Maverick. Now, the final category best visual effects All Quiet on the Western Front, Avatar, The Way of Water, The Batman, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever, and Top Gun Maverick. Now, best visual effects has been a very, very competitive topic, particularly with the superhero genre. Because when a superhero genre gets nominated, it, nor- it doesn't really win. It doesn't really win. Well, except for uh, Spider-Man 2. Because Spider-Man 2 won the Oscar for best visual effects back in 2005. And of course, and of course the, the, nomination, the nomination for best visual effects continues with a lot of superhero films nowadays because last year we had uh, last year we had a Shang-Chi Legend of the Ten Rings and Spider-Man No Way Home getting Oscar nominations for best visual effects except that Dune took home the win now now for for the best visual effects this year I am not really sure which one will go I think I think Avatar The Way of Water might win that one unless um 
unless unless Top Gun Maverick steal, steals the win, which is which to be honest, that is a pretty tough competition to be at right now. So I'm not really sure, but hey, we'll but hey, but hey, won't won't know until we know once the Oscars ceremonies commence on on Mar on March twelfth of twenty twenty three. Now that is basically it. That is basically the nomination, the Oscar nominations. Uh, forgive my mispronunciations because some of these directors are very new to me. And of course, and of course, um, will will the twenty twenty three Oscars be good? I am not really sure because uh, because their their view viewership numbers have been going down ever since um, ever since the late twenty tens, particularly. Particularly with 27, 2018, because the twenty eighteen Oscars started that trend, but then, but then going into twenty twenty, it kind it went lower and lower, most most probably because um, because the the Oscar ceremonies are not let's just say this, entertaining, they're not as entertaining as they were in the past because because uh, because remember when Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globe says. You, you, you don't don't use this uh don't use your acceptance speech to make a political statement thank you just thank your agent thank your fans thank your thank your filmmakers for this amazing opportunity kind of know what i'm saying because ricky gervais uh, does bring up a very good point don't use this uh, don't use those acceptance speeches to make a political statement just you know just say how honored just say how honored you are for winning this award because a lot of people will literally turn off, because that's how that's how the recent ceremonies were like, particularly in the twenty twenties. Because because many of the many of the people who are accepting their awards are making political statements instead of uh, instead of just you know accepting the Oscar and accept and saying thank you to those who were involved with this film. If you know if you know what I'm saying. So I'm just so I'm just throwing it out there. I'm just throwing it out there to why to why the Oscars and of course all the other award shows were not doing so well with their viewerships since the well obviously not since the 2020s I just say. Now will that change for 2023? I am not really sure, but I'm pretty sure with Top Gun Maverick, I'm pretty and I'm really sure because now Top Gun Maverick will definitely draw 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 a crowd right now. But will Top Gun Maverick win some nominations? They'll probably win a couple, maybe. But as of now, we'll have to wait and see once the once the the ninety fifth Academy Awards will commence on March twelfth, twenty twenty three. So anyway, that's all I have. What do you, what do you all think? What what do you all think? Do you think this is a good good nom nomination? What do you think this this is a good list so far for the Oscar nominations? Do you think? Do you think other films should have been nominated? Let me let me know your thoughts. So, anyway, thank you all for tuning in to Kodo Cinema. I'm your host, Barb Kodo, a.k.a. Kodo Man. Remember to watch movies and stay positive.